This NBA season, make every three-pointer, alley-oop, and buzzer beater even more exciting with FanDuel. You can bet on everything from first baskets and number of dunks to which player will drain the most threes. Or stack your bets with the same-game parlay for a shot to win even bigger. It's quick, easy, and you'll get your winnings fast. So download the app today and see why we're North America's number one sportsbook. Make every moment more with FanDuel. 19 plus and physically located in Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-866-531-2600 or visit connectsontario.ca. Some cars are comfy on the inside but don't have power on the outside. And some cars have the horsepower but none of the comfort. I used to think there weren't any cars that were the total package. But that all changed when I got my Honda SUV. It's rugged and sophisticated. And right now, Honda has deals on the entire Honda SUV lineup. CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, you name it. So if you're looking for a car that's the total package, the only place you'll find it is at your local Honda dealer. Hurry before they're all gone. I'm Brian Goldfinger of Goldfinger Injury Lawyers. Is your insurance company forcing you to go back to work when your doctors say you can't? If this sounds familiar, look no further than my law firm. Visit goldfingerlaw.com and get us working for you. Hello and welcome to the Raptors Reaction Podcast. I'm your host, William Liu. I'm speaking to you after the Toronto Raptors defeated the Brooklyn Nets. Um, Actually, you know what? Defeat is not strong enough of a word. They really smacked up the Brooklyn Nets. Like They humbled this team. I know Brooklyn is not very good, despite what propaganda uh, Zach Lowe seems intent on feeding you about the Brooklyn Nets, who will surely win somewhere between 25 and 35 games this season. Um, They smacked this team up, man, by a score of 118 to 91. Uh, on Wednesday, this was played in Montreal, um, you know, beautiful city, shout out Montreal, love going there, and, um, yeah, I mean, look, it, it didn't look like it was gonna be this way at the start of the game, because the Raptors were very sloppy in the first half, giving up 59 points to the Nets, um, going down 29 to 21 in the first quarter, not even consistently taking a lead, until really the third quarter, um, but man, that third quarter showcased everything that the Raptors are capable of this season. They outscored the Nets 35-11, to 11, which I mean, whatever, it was the Nets, but it was really more about what the Raptors were doing. Defensively, I think they caused at least 10 turnovers. Um, the box score on ESPN is down, so I can't actually find the exact numbers. But just take my word for it, okay? At least 10 turnovers. And I know this because Kawhi Leonard just straight up took the ball from some of the Nets players at least twice. And Danny Green, I know for sure he took the ball away from them twice. And there were like four or five travels. There's actually a couple of possessions in a row where the Nets turned it over every single time. And that's really a credit to the Raptors' defense. It's really a credit to how the Raptors responded as well because obviously they came out of this gate um, not very focused. Uh, you know, when you're down 29-21 early on, it's uh, it's a sign that, you know, you could do better. And they did do better, so credit to this team. But, uh, yeah, that third quarter basically just won the game. And the Raptors cruised um, to the victory again, 118-91 to over the Brooklyn Nets. In terms of what we saw from this game. So, um, let's just run down all the players. So, uh, first off, OG and Anobi returned to the lineup. Uh, so, it's a really welcome sight to see him back with the team. Um, obviously had been away for personal reasons, um, and this is his first taste of preseason action. He got some extended run today. Um, Nick Nurse was very smart to play uh, OG um, with not only the first unit, which you know, you know, he kind of returned to that lineup, but also he played him with the uh, garbage time unit just to give him more run, man, because he kind of needs it right now. He played 28 minutes. 
OG was a little bit out of place in the starting unit. I'm not going to lie. Um, there's a lot... There's just more options ahead of him now than there were before. And I feel like he's not in the corner as much to uh, capitalize on those catch and shoots. He didn't really turn down any shots. But, uh, yeah, I mean, he did better in the, in the second half when he played more um, with the second and third units. Um, but seven rebounds is very promising. I, I, you know, the Raptors obviously need OG to rebound a lot because he's going to play four this year. So, um, you know, there's nothing really too much to say about OG's game today. Although he did have a really nice sequence with Kawhi Leonard where... Um, Kawhi brought the ball up the court, worked a high pick and roll, and OG instead of you know staying in the corner, uh, crept back door, and uh, Kawhi found him with a beautiful bounce pass. OG with a reverse dunk, very nice. You know, uh, current Kawhi to future Kawhi moment. I mean, you know, I wouldn't go that far actually. I'm just I'm just teasing with that future Kawhi thing, but still, um, you know, it's nice to see OG back on the court. Um, Kawhi Leonard, he was, you know, the funny thing about Kawhi is that we just see flashes of dominance, but we don't see it sustained. And I think that speaks to that, like, he just still has rust on him right now. And the thing is, like, there's a difference between, like, if you watch Gordon Hayward right now, right? Gordon Hayward has a lot of rust on him. He doesn't look effective when he scores. It doesn't look good. When Kawhi scores, when he does good things, it's like, holy shit, that's Kawhi Leonard. He's doing all these incredible things. But it's just like... A little bit sporadic, and you can tell that he he's fatigued. He's kind of clutching his shorts a little bit. Um, the Raptors also playing him extended minutes. I think he got like the first nine minutes in the first quarter, and the first like nine minutes in the uh, uh, third uh, third quarter as well. So there are long stretches that he's playing, but um, you know you can see the rust when he's um, you know drawing short iron on a lot of his pull up shots. So I, I think just. It's going to take a little bit of time for his legs to come back. So there will be some inconsistent efforts. And today, he had 11 points, 5 rebounds, 7 assists, 4 steals. That's what it, and, and a block, by the way. That's what an inconsistent effort from Kawhi Leonard looks like, plus 22 as well. Um, because, you know, he's really good. And even when he's not, uh, I would say he was 70% today. I mean, even when he's 70%, he gives you all of that in the box score. Um, the assists are particularly promising because um, the Nets kind of really focused on trying to limit the amount of shots that Kawhi was going to get. They even kind of um, chased him off some mid-range looks, which is not uh, normal. I think the Nets are usually one of those teams that play sort of anal- analytics ball and kind of concede a lot of mid-range shots. But, um, you know, they were not giving Leonard much space. But I thought Leonard was really good in terms of distributing. Obviously, he has a connection with Danny Green. I'll talk about Danny Green in a second. Um, but he found Danny Green for at least three three-pointers, including another one where Kawhi got the steal, took it the length of the court, went for the very ambitious dunk, and nearly completed it. But, um, yeah, it, it hit the back of the back of the iron. It rimmed all the way out to about 32, 33 feet, and Danny Green picked up the rebound and immediately shot that. So I'm going to count that as an assist as well, so I really should have eight. Um, but, yeah, man, I mean, defensively, he's he's a menace. I thought his help defense today was really good. A couple times digging down into the paint, um, stopping the roll man. Um, the Raptors kind of had a bit of issue with interior defense, I would say, today with Jared Allen. Um, but, yeah, I mean, look, Leonard, He's this is what he does, man. He's he's that good. And he also gets the free throw line, six free throw attempts. And he's he's been kind of parading to the line all throughout preseason. Part of that is just because he's so big and he's so strong and he's – um, when he drives, it, he just kind of overpowers people when he goes to the rim. And he kind of just, defenders either hang on or they always end up bumping him. And so he's going to get a lot of free throw attempts. And so that's always that's always good. I still, I'm a little bit worried that Kawhi is mostly attacking off 
high pick and roll and just isolation, it, it, the, 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 in terms of flow, the flow with the offense is not particularly there for Kawhi, but that's also kind of partially how he plays offense. It's so And there's nothing necessarily wrong with it. And so long as he produces and he's able to pass and he's able to hit shots and the shots today weren't necessarily there for him, but the seven assists is really nice to see, and just the defensive effort always is, is great to see. So um, he had a nice night. I thought Serge Ibaka had a really good night. Um, 13 points, five rebounds, uh, three blocks, five of nine shooting with uh, with a three-pointer thrown in there. Um, you know, that's all in 19 minutes, by the way, so it's, it's very productive. But, um, yeah, I just like I like seeing Serge play center. It, it's, it makes way more sense than when he's playing power forward. He's um, always getting open looks. He's, you know, the, the defenders are always sagging back and, um, you know, trying to guard the pick and roll and be a little bit more conservative against guys like, you know, Lowry and Kawhi who can drive. And so Serge is constantly getting open shots, whether he's with the starters or with the bench. If he's the five man, he's getting open shots and he's being aggressive. I, I like when he's being aggressive. I, I don't know if it's because he got some rest today or whatever, but. Um, he was great defensively in terms of just help side blocking. I thought his defense one-on-one against Jared Allen was kind of lacking. But nevertheless, I mean, he was uh, taking taking people off the dribble a little bit, um, driving to the basket a little bit. Um, you know, the jumper is always there for him. So it's just a solid effort from him, man. I just think it makes a lot more sense when he's the five and, uh, you know, he's not playing with JV. And we've seen this throughout all preseason. Ibaka and JV are separated, which is how it should be. Kyle Lowry. I'll save Kyle for it later because I don't want to talk about negatives. Um, one huge positive who should get the first star, Danny Green today. 22 points, three rebounds, uh, an assist, three steals in 21 minutes. Seven of nine from the field, six of seven from the three-point line. Um, just a phenomenal effort from Danny Green who had been kind of cold throughout most of preseason um, and not quite there defensively. I thought he was a two-way menace today. Obviously, the shot comes and goes. He's a little bit streaky, I think. His offense is going to look a little bit like C.J. Miles' offense. I mean, remember last season, C.J. Miles randomly have like 20-point games and then like six-point games, right? Danny Green's probably going to be the same way. He was hitting them today. He was very aggressive, transition, um, you know, uh, confidently hitting the three. There's a lot of opportunities where he could have actually, those like transition sequences where the Raptors space themselves really well. One guy goes to the corner, one guy's on the wing. And the hit-ahead passes to the wing, and the wing guy can either choose to, you know, swing it to the corner, or he can decide to hit, shoot it himself. Danny had a lot of opportunities to hit the corner, but, you know, he was feeling it today, and he was hitting them today. It's a great look for him. And I just thought defensively, my God. I mean, he is just, he's just really clever about using his hands and how he posi- positions himself. I guess you got to credit that to the Spurs system for really teaching these guys how to defend. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, he was great. He caused a lot of uh, uh, havoc in transition. The Raptors able to get a lot of transition play. And, um, you know, Danny Green was actually capitalizing on most of that with transition threes. But he was also forcing fast breaks as well. Um, His uh, lone two-pointer was a follow-up putback, which is, you know, a heady play on his part. I mean, just a great performance from Danny Green. And um, I'm happy for him, man, because he seems like a great guy. Um JV came off the bench, nine points, five rebounds, uh, an assist, a really nice assist, actually. Uh, Fred uh, dumped it to JV. JV had a mismatch in the post. But instead of JV trying to power his way through the mismatch, he kind of, like, took his time, let Fred make his little, you know, zipper cut through the middle. And, you know, Fred got a beat on his man. JV had a great pass right to Fred, and Fred finished it. It was perfect. I mean, you just wouldn't see plays like this happen as recently as two years ago. 
you know, JV would have just gotten into his mechanical, um, you know, two dribble, get to the right hook, sweep. Um, but uh, no, not today, man. Great assist. Um, I thought he came into the game and kind of settled it down. Um, you know, he was a plus 27, which is a, a testament to the fact that he actually started the third quarter um, instead of Ibaka. Ibaka and OG uh, got swapped out by Pascal and JV. Uh, yeah, from the first quarter to the third quarter, and you know it, it worked really well. I think JV probably fits better with the starters, man. Um, but regardless, I don't really care who starts, who finishes. I just want uh, Ibaka and JV separated. And today they were separated. And all preseason they'll be separated. CJ Miles, I don't need to say too much about him. I barely noticed him. Um, Delon Wright was really good. I thought just in terms of just orchestrating the offense, um, getting his own uh, baskets, driving to the rim, um, especially after. Uh, he had to pinch in because Lowry got himself kicked out. Again, I'll talk about Lowry at the end. But, you know, um, yeah, I thought he did really well. It's just really unfortunate that towards the end of the third quarter, about 30 seconds left, he goes to the basket. Fareed kind of wraps him up. And, um, yeah, DeLon kind of suffered like a thigh injury or something. So he came out. Hopefully he's okay. Um, You know, the Raptors still have a a week to go before opening day. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's obviously you don't want to see any injuries in preseason, so it's kind of a bummer. But nevertheless, I mean, um, you know, I'm happy. Uh, I'm happy that he was able to get his own offense. I'm just, I just really, 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 really want the line to be a more uh, aggressive offensive player because it's clear that he has the ability. Um, and it was something I mentioned after that Jazz game. But like, I could just the way I see Ricky Rubio developing. And Ricky Rubio was not a guy that was. Uh, very aggressive, looking for his own shot. I mean, that's one of the you know great passers in the league. His first instinct is always to pass, but um, you know he's really blossoming Utah because he's learned to hit these little in between shots, take a couple of flat footed threes, and just you know mix in some of his own shots so that it, it kind of balances out the entire offense. And I feel like that's the same trajectory that Delon needs to go to because Delon's also a pass first guy with great length or whatever. But come on, he's got some shot making ability, and I, I wish. Um, you know he can uh, he he can use him more often. So hopefully, I think he's uh, you know hopefully, I hope he's uh, you know healthy and everything like that. I hope it's not a serious injury. It doesn't look too serious, but you know still, it's just um, big things for Delon Wright this year, man. I'm really excited for him. Pascal came in, delivered a boost of energy. You know, finished off some transition plays. It's Pascal, it's Pascal, and Fred. I thought he came in and gave him a nice boost. I'm not sure why he only played 11 minutes. Maybe they're trying to save him for tomorrow's back to back against the Pelicans, but. Uh, 11 points in 11 minutes, four rebounds and assists. He really picked up the. He didn't even pick up the tempo so much as he just picked up the organization, like the, the picked up the pieces really, because the Raptors are really ragged and to start the first quarter. Fred comes in, he organizes the defense or the offense, and everything looks smoother. I mean, defensively the Raptors were still a little bit out of sorts, but what you want out of your point guard is to have great point of attack defense and i thought fred did a great job of that today um a lot of extra efforts um he took the game seriously before a lot of other players in the raptors took it seriously uh and he was good offensively i'm not sure why he'd been playing the second half but he was solid and then last thing that i want to mention chris boucher came into the game um with seven minutes left in the fourth quarter was kind of a blowout he doesn't really do too much i would say but then hits two late threes and the crowd went nuts um, it was actually, I, I thought it was a kind of a silent crowd in the first half. I mean, the Raptors obviously weren't giving them too much to cheer for by being down to the nets. But, man, second half, the, the crowd really came alive. They were starting to do the wave. Jack was having a great time doing the wave with them. Um, 
but yeah, seven minutes, you know, this huge, you know, he comes into the game. Great job by Nick Nurse, obviously, find Boucher some minutes in his hometown. It's such a cool moment. Um, and a huge ovation by the home crowd. Uh, there's immediately a Boucher chant, right? It's, it's, it's really nice, and, you know, um, it's really heartwarming. And then he hits those two threes in the end, and the crowd is just loving it. It's like it's a perfect moment made for open gym. Boucher's like, you know, like uh, responding so well to the energy, like screaming at the crowd and everything like that. And, you know, it, it made for a really fun finish, and that's what these exhibition games are about, man. It's a great story to have him out there. It's it's a better homecoming story than, um, you know, Kyle Collinsworth had in Utah. That was, that was rough. This one was uh, a lot better. And, um, yeah, so... Fun game all around. The only negative I want to talk about is Kyle Lowry. I mean, um, he just... Uh, look, man, it was a shitty game from Kyle Lowry. I'm not going to lie. Like, he was bricking a lot of threes in the first half. Um, had some really sloppy turnovers. Um, two back-to-back at one point after, I think, Surge bailed him out with a block. Um, and he was just kind of, like, arguing with the refs. You know what I mean? Like, we've seen this at a cop, right? Like, it was one of those games where he's not have, he's not really having a good game. He starts bickering with the refs. He starts trying to, like, bait for calls way more than he's actually trying to just run the offense and do what he's supposed to do. And then he talks a little bit too much. The ref kind of has enough in the second half, gives him a tech, he, and then he doesn't stop talking, a second tech, and he's out of the game. And look, man... <sighs> You just don't have to do that, Kyle. Like, he knows that. He knows better. He, he knows he doesn't need to do that. He knows he can do better. Uh, he, he knows why he did all this stuff today. But it's just like, you know, okay, it's preseason. But, like, come on. This is, like, supposed to be the tune-up game. You're supposed to be in the game. You're supposed to, um, you know, get some continuity with the starters. And I think he's mostly fine. I think the, the starting unit could use a bit more polish. But that's from the rest of the guys. I think Kyle's actually been the one guy that's really brought um, – structure to that that starting lineup so far in preseason but just today like he could he could do better he knows that and um yeah I, I don't i don't really quite know why he continues to do this but it's kind of just it's kind of it's kind of it's part of kyle's game it really is man you, you take the good with the bad so i don't know um anyway in terms of your three stars i would go with danny green number one easily um i'll probably go with Kawhi number two and then I don't know, man. I'll give it to Fred. I'll give it to Fred. Fred had a solid game. Uh, so those are your three stars in Montreal. And in terms of your Gerald Henderson Award, that one is easy. It's going to Jared Allen, uh, who had a great game. 26 points in 30 minutes, six rebounds, and assists, two steals. Um, on 9 of 14 shooting, 7 and 8 from the free throw line. He was such a tenacious. I just You just don't usually see skinny guys who are that long be tenacious, right? I, I'm kind of, Maybe it's just me watching Bebe for too long where I'm just like, nah, he's just too skinny. He doesn't want to impose himself on the game, whatever. Jared Allen imposed himself on the game. I thought he was wrecking the Raptors in, in pick and roll. The Raptors consistent, or consistently kind of gave up looks to him um, when it was D'Angelo Russell and and and, uh, and Allen in that combination. And yeah, I mean, it's, it's really promising for the Nets. Again, I think this is like, it just makes me kind of sad on behalf of Bebe because like, I feel like this is something he could have entirely done. And we've seen Bebe have stretches, maybe not 26 points, but like games where he's really impactful. And, and, you know, now he's not in the NBA because of many different things, I guess. I think he should deserve to be in the NBA, you know, but still, I mean, if he kind of showed the same aggression that Jared Allen showed, he would still be in the NBA right now, guaranteed. So, um, yeah, but otherwise, man, good game from Jared Allen, cool hair, whatever, you know. Um, it's nice that the Nets have one player that's that's actually intriguing. So, 
that does it for the podcast. Again, you can always read the 10 things recap that's already up right now on Twitter. Um, you know, it's also on Medium as well. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's going to be a fun year, man. I, I'm kind of, I'm a little bit over preseason already. It's uh, it's not uh, not the most fun basketball, I would say. But yeah, we're seeing a lot of moments of promise. And if the Raptors can string together some consistency, mm, mm, it's going to be a good year, man. It's going to be a good year. Some cars are comfy on the inside, but don't have power on the outside. And some cars have the horsepower, but none of the comfort. I used to think there weren't any cars that were the total package. But that all changed when I got my Honda SUV. It's rugged and sophisticated. And right now, Honda has deals on the entire Honda SUV lineup. CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, you name it. So if you're looking for a car that's the total package, the only place you'll find it is at your local Honda dealer. Hurry before they're all gone.